Cunt. 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 Ten. Nine. Eight. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Pow! Because of the following special program, Wonder Woman and the Incredible Hulk will not be presented this evening. We should have all accepted oh, Jesus. I pray that you be so We ask in your name. Amen. Thank amen and amen. We'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. The break room. The break room. The break room. The break room. Against Cobra and Destro, fighting to save the day. He never gives up, he's always there, fighting for freedom over land and air. The break room. Real American heroes. The break room. The break room is the code name for America's daring, highly trained special mission force. Its purpose to defend human freedom against Cobra, a ruthless terrorist organization determined to rule the world. He never gives up. He'll stay till the fight's won. The break room. The break room. Real American heroes. The break room. Podcasting live from the break room towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. Yeah, 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 but we have an old pal back with us uh, this week on the show. I, I don't know if you're familiar with him. Perhaps mean, we should give him a proper introduction. This isn't Mad Radio Episode 4. <laughs> Choo-choo, bitches. It's time for the train yard with Thomas the Tank. Have your tickets ready, assholes. Man, you came back in a strong way today. Man. Let's uh, let's welcome back to the show. I don't know if you're aware of him. Perhaps you've never heard of him. Let me I I let me be the first yes. to reintroduce never you heard to of me. It, people one, started listening at Mad Thomas Episode Radio One. The Tank. Yes, you're full of hot air. Are you better? <laughs> I was a little deflated after that big <laughs> intro. 
that guy? How's it going, man? Here I am giving you a spectacular welcome back to the show. How do I get this? I welcome you back to the fold. I like to... You make your grand reintroduction. Okay. To to the audience that loves you dearly. I like to keep guessing. (laughs) Keep me guessing by punching me in the taint. That's yeah. not keeping me guessing. That's being you a fucking asshole. You didn't see it coming, did you? You're being a dick. Okay. I'm not sure if you're aware of what my experience on this show is of you guys just being assholes to me the whole time with drops and stuff. Generally very pleasant to you. Yeah, we're <laughs> generally... I don't really understand what you're talking about. We are flowers blooming beneath the sun. Sure. We're like, what would Thomas like to talk about today? Yeah. Well, let's consult well, that's him. That's a good thought way to that's talk to ever occurred to you before. But uh, <laughs> welcome back to the show. You went, uh, you went abroad. Yep. Listened um, to the couple of shows while I was gone. Decided they were such garbage that I had to come why back. Are they, is this a why are they garbage? Just because you weren't here? Yeah, I don't know if that's the overriding theme. But what's the overriding theme then? I don't know. It just wasn't. It wasn't anywhere near as good. How was your fist fisting? Fish yes. fisting. <laughs> what was that? Fish fisting. What is a fist fisting? What, Dustin, explain what fist fisting well, is. Well, you fist and you fist, and then you stick them into a fist. <laughs> Wait, is, it, is this when we make like, the power bump fist? That's you fist. Two fists, fist you put fisting. them together. It's oh, fist that's fisting, this? and oh, then fist? you shove it into a fish. Oh, that. Oh, I thought that was. Okay. And then it becomes fish I fisting after you that's fist. But that's fish fist fisting. You can fist fist anything, but, but in this say, particular case, it I mean, was fish fisting. If I were to acquire some sort of, I don't know, restaurant waitress, could I fist fist her? I'm sure you could. Okay, but that's you not could fist fist anything. But then I was specifying with God. your double fisting what you were doing with the fish. Right, your fish fist fisting. Yes. If I were to just fist, like, I could just fist fist you if I wanted to, right? Uh, it's possible. I mean, we could try that here it's in the possible. break. It's possible. We could it's try that here in the break. All right, y'all try it, and I'll record it for the break room live stream. Oh, no, you'll be the end of this human no, centipede. not going to happen. Gonna, I'm going to fist fist <laughs> Dustin. Fi- Dust, uh, Dustin will fist fist you, and, you'll and fist you, fist will fist, you will fist fist a fish. <laughs> Which will be fist fisting Mark. Right, no, but but a, but a fish doesn't have fists. <laughs> More like so a, how can a fish like fist me? Your ass. I don't know. But yeah. no, no, the no, centipede no. wasn't all like a complete circle. You realize there was no, no. a head and an end. Well, Mark's ass has to be penetrated though. We can't let right, that happen. Right, but how is a fi- how is a fish going to fist me? We'll see. If well, a fish, you'll see in the break. But no, no. But if a fish doesn't have fists, it'll be a surprise. How is, going to, how is a fish going to fist me if it doesn't he'll, have fists? He'll fin he'll fin fin you then. I don't know. Fin, his the stuff that'll happen. His fins are tiny. They're like the size of guitar picks. Wasn't there an episode called Fish Fisting? <laughs> there will be from now on. Wasn't, yes, wasn't was. there one already? We've said you've now said the term more times in this episode than there was in that one. <laughs> I don't know about that. Now, how do we work examine. this into legs and eggs? <laughs> oh God! We'll just call that's the entire title for this one. All of them: fish, fist, fisting, legs and eggs. <laughs> God, or is it legs and eggs? Fish, fish, fist, fisting. Oh, which came first, the fisting or the legs and eggs? <laughs> So how was the fish fisting trip is the question, though. It was, believe it or not, it was a fishing trip. <laughs> not a fisting trip. Also known as no. fish fisting. Yeah, you no. were fisting, right? No, we were catching them with bait and hooks. Pretty and much the same standard. Were, no. you, were you fisting your uncle or was he fisting Look, you? Look, they were big fish, but I don't think they were big enough for that action. <laughs> Did you try? No, how do you know? He's like, no, this doesn't work. No. Very disappointing. They were pretty big. Were you on a uh, Miami Vice-style like cigar boat? Yeah, first of all, we were off the coast of Louisiana, so it was no, it was nothing like Miami Vice. <laughs> so there wasn't like Miami Sound Machine playing in the background. No, there wasn't. Little there Gloria Stefan. There were like gators laying on the on the you know on the, out in peninsulas and stuff. Be in every thing. Kind of crazy. <laughs> that didn't have any relevance whatsoever. So did you hop on a fan boat and and? No, but I did mention while I was down there because it's kind of swampy before you get out into the actual ocean area, yeah. and uh, I did mention, man, I'd love to ride one of those and. 
the two guys that have kind of laughed like that's apparently a pretty rough experience and you think you want to do it until you do it and then look at your boy over here wanting to ride a fish a face on a white boat is that what I'm, I'm pretty much that was the exact trend not really but I do remember my stepdad on the way down my stepdad who's from Louisiana who told me he is considered a Yankee because he lives above I-10 I think it is wow uh, and we were, we were in very south Louisiana and he was like you might have trouble understanding the guide sometimes, and he was not lying about you that. Have that too guy much would use, most of the time it was fine, but that guy would use full sentences that I was like, wait, what? what? <laughs> How many teeth was guy? he missing? He wasn't missing any teeth that I could tell. Oh, dentured then. He was a dentured oh, gentleman. Okay, it, it didn't appear that way. He doesn't know his dental history, Mark. Why you gotta be okay. all like, everybody looks the same way in your mind in a certain area. Yeah. What did I say what anybody looks like? I just was commenting How many teeth was he missing? on what I know about the dental care south of I-10 in Louisiana. You don't know what anything you're saying about that. I'm part of teeth. Obama's study on dental care, dental care <laughs> south dental. of I-10 in Louisiana. I was on the official Blue Ribbon panel. Why is it so bad that I'm an expert on tooth care south of I-10 in Louisiana? <laughs> Amazing how many things you consider yourself an expert They're dental on. Cool. Is it is it something I consider myself or is it just fact? The fact Something that you I, consider yourself. That I have a white lab coat, I have a blue ribbon, you don't, I have, you have a Paul Newman mask. Never seen any of those. We know the Paul Newman mask exists. You have a Ninja Turtle mask. Yeah. Not, you don't have right. a Paul Newman Which mask. Which makes me a member of the official committee of I-10. South I-10. Having a Ninja Turtle mask. Right. It was technically my Ninja Turtle mask you borrowed, so I guess I'm part uh, of the committee. Maybe I stole was your identity. The, was the army jacket yours as well? No. No, that, that was, was mine. I, I may have just stolen it. He just came dressed up in all your clothes. I had the Ninja Turtle. And then he merged them. He together. may have, may or may not have been an AP science assigned to South of I ten, Louisiana, to study the effects of dental care. Yeah, I may have stolen his official uh, accreditation, which was an digital mask. I, I was wondering what happened to that. So which you think we the, might, I'm like, I want to study think, your teeth. You They're like, you don't the have a mask. Obama Blue Ribbon <laughs> Research Group is limited to people in high school in yeah. AP biology. Well, they were they're enlisting yeah. them as interns, and I just say, you know what? I need this college credit. I need it. Dustin's got plenty. He's an award winning A plus student. True. Award winning? Yes. I didn't need it, yeah. Yes. I've won many awards. He won an award for attendance. Uh, <laughs> so he so won did an award. you one day. He won an award for uh, growing the best cactus. <laughs> I needed an award for myself other than, than winning the, the best bar. What? Being cactus. from West Texas. Right. The, like, award. My mesquite tree did not... Did not being from live us his. his mesquite tree died. Yeah, mine, my mesquite tree blossomed. It blossomed and into like, a, a small two foot tree with yeah. you know thorns. Mine was nothing but a shriveled pile of mess. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. I right. tried to help you. It wasn't even good for kindling. Instead of me helping you, just stole my identity. You right. Let me I just, just help you. stole his official identification, which was a, a a Leonardo mask. Did you Did you win a award for your oil derrick tree house? I I have no idea what you're talking about right now. <laughs> I'm hungry, I want some food It's time for another award-winning edition of the Taste Buddies Taste Buddies, assemble As soon as I step foot in the shop I know that I don't know what I want My FICO scores I even thought about the fact that we've gone against what the song, the theme song is about multiple times before And apparently are going to again the theme song is food. Well, it's more of just a... Th- it's not like the hard and fast rules. I, mean, I know that's not right. what Taste Buddies We're the is, Taste Buddies. But the song look, says food. Look, I... It doesn't I, say drink. It's... That's, look. It's all kind of the same. I'm, it's the same it, it's, it's things that you consume in your body that produce, like, turn into calories that provide energy for oh, your body. You need to talk about that. The, you, need, you need to talk to the house band. We need provide a relevant for new cells, uh, you know, that provide fat for your body and then poop out. 
I mean, food is taste is food is taste. Cinema's been around for over... Shut up, Stefan. <laughs> did you do that? Yes, he did. Shut up, Stefan. <laughs> Somewhat of a misfire. So, why you were... Uh, <laughs> why you were fisting fish in Louisiana? I wasn't. Fist, we fisting go ahead. fish. Fist fisting fish. Yeah. Uh, fish fist fisting? Fist fisting fish. Fist fisting fish. Yeah. Fist fisting fish. That's like a Dr. Seuss book. It is. I think we need to write this under the... Pseudonym of Doctor. That'd be like the adult version. Yeah, Doctor Zeus. The kids would like it. Doctor Zeus. Yeah, think. Yeah. Fist fishing. Fist fisting fish. They might like it. I don't right. know. God. It's a thing that could happen. Bobby, so. what's fist fisting? Fist True. fisting. <laughs> 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 uh, All right, Mark. Fist fisting fish. So what do we have today? I have say, to get this title down. Say that this. five times. Fist fast. fisting fish. Fist fisting fish. Fist fisting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So what I have for you then? Oh, before that, before we get to that, tell me, <laughs> tell me the the varietals of seafood that you caught whilst fist fisting fish in Louisiana. Like how many different kinds of fish? What did types you, of fish? Did you catch any shrimp? Um, Crab. They're mostly red. Gator. Uh, bull red is what they're called down there. Red bull? Like no, the energy not, drink. So you caught energy. Red. You got wings. Uh, they're you, called you something else when they're smaller, but I can't remember uh, what it is. But they're called bull red when they're twenty seven or. Bigger. Well, 27 years inches. old? Man, inches. that's old. That's Bigger. an old fish. Oh, my God. I think fist fisted a lot by that point. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're usually about three to five years old at that big. But uh, caught a lot of those. Caught one flounder. Caught one stingray. <laughs> uh, Did it stab you like um, Crocodile Mile or whatever his name was? <laughs> crocodile yep. Steve? Or? Hence, I'm dead and not back. Steve Irwin? Steve Irwin. <laughs> crocodile, crocodile Mile? <laughs> That Crikey! <laughs> slide down the slide! Well, maybe he stabbed you in the taint or something. No, it didn't do anything. Did you, when you caught the stingray, did you immediately take his stinger actually, and jab it in I your actually, taint? Actually, I was the one that caught the more? stingray. It wasn't very big. It was like, I don't know. It wasn't real big. But he got it off the line before it was uh, actually not like that. So it probably would not have hurt you. If Possibly, but he, I did notice he was st- staying well away from the flinging stinger. So was it a freshwater stingray, or were you actually no, in salt We water? were in salt water. So you were actually in the proper gulf? Yeah. Okay, well out from the crocs and the dinosaurs. And At the that shrimp. point, yeah. Right. What shrimp. I love how beaten you are in this particular croc mile, uh, crocodile mile drop. Did you guys have a crocodile mile? <laughs> <laughs> Why do we have to stop the theme music for that? So we could hear it. Did you, did you guys ever play Kid Icarus? <laughs> That's much more upbeat. The end game is to, is to uh, yeah, hit a roach with semen. Did you guys have a crocodile mile? Yeah, we had, I don't know, four or five different kinds of fish, pretty much. So, in keeping in line with that theme of your fist fisting fish... Oh, right. We're not keeping in line with that. Either. No, we are, actually. Now, I don't know if you'll notice the elegant packaging we have liquefied here. Liquefied fish? That uh, the 7-Eleven employee provided me. So it's uh, a alcoholic beverage of some sort. No, no, this is just uh, no, it's your average run of the mill package. This is what they give everybody with a can to huh. disguise the fact that they might be your. I've never had them do that with my Arizona nope. tea. Really? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Then so you have not exerted exert. <laughs> what the fuck is exert? You've not. Experienced, I don't know, Brock. What is that? You've not experienced the luxury that I have. It's unpleasant. I've acquired exert the if luxury. If a paper bag is luxury. <laughs> But no, oh, you're talking house money over here. He's done much better than paper bags. Oh, that's true. Up. That's true. <laughs> he enjoys a, a fresh paper bag every day because this one has a tear. Congratulations on your couple of promotions since the last episode too. We want to go ahead and pass that along. Very good. Uh, thanks. <laughs> so yes, this nice uh, paper bag wrapping. Now it does reveal something wonderful potentially underneath. 
But keeping in line with today's seafood theme. Are you going to fist it? I think we might be fisting it, all three of us together. Because what I have for you, gentlemen, is Budweiser and Clamato. <laughs> that is clams, seafood, and tomato. What? They're what? What? Chilada. <laughs> God. That sounds with, atrocious. With salt and limon. <laughs> with salt? They have to put salt? As one of the things, yes, that's as, like as, in everything. As the description says, like de dos mundos. Una fresca cate peruasil en colada blabla. Sabado de clamato. Tomate la rojal. Taqual. Oh, hazla tuya. Con Sorry. tus ingredientes wait, favoritos. Wait, wait, wait. I'll get more excited about it. Es tuyo cuando quieres donde quieras. Go ahead and introduce it again, I'm sorry. Enjoy the best of two worlds a refreshing Budweiser and the unique flavor of clamato. Drink a red one. Ready to go. Or use your favorite ingredients to make it yours. Wherever. Whenever. Make it yours. <laughs> so yes, this is Budweiser and Clamato. Which is... Which, Two of my favorite things. Which, if you're not aware of what Clamato is, it is tomato juice, commonly found in a Bloody Mary, and clam broth, mm. commonly found in the sea. So Budweiser, is that okay. another they're, craft brewery? Yes, they're, they're one Did of they the, create the same thing that that Bud Light craft brewery created? No, a no, that's a different, it's a different craft brewery. Oh, they're, it's two things. They're okay. locally only to McKinney. Who started? Because, you know, Bud Light and Budweiser, it sounds pretty similar. No, they're similar, but that was Bud, Bud Dwyer who killed himself. I, and somebody publicly. should sue over that, really. Yeah. They have Bud in the root of both of them. Yeah, but it's a really brand confusion. You have Wiser, which implies some... Versus Light? Applies some sort of Teutonic label yeah. to the Bud. It's, it's a more German name. Budweiser. Weiser. Yeah. yeah, Budweiser. Is it Budweiser? Yeah, but Bud Light, I mean, that's that's very Anglo- English. Yeah. Uh, it's very generic. Yeah. Uh, no, this is a small craft brewery located in McKinney, Texas, which is just north of here. Oh, just okay. a stone's throw. A few stones. A few stones. I mean, you got to really throw it pretty far. Yeah, right? I mean, you, you got to wind it right. up and really throw it up. You get a big arch going, yeah. you know. Yeah, you do. Like you can't nice, just toss. You got to. You can't. You can't yeah. toss. You really got to rear back. It. Right. Yeah. You, you got to go back a few hundred yards and then come back. You gotta step into it, just like really yeah. Throw it, put know. it in a catapult, but fire you, it. But you can throw it there. I, you could, sure. Yeah, I, you could, and you probably die trying. All right. But from the small craft brewery, uh-huh. no, they uh, the small brand with with Clamato. It's um, pretty ambitious for a small craft brewery. Yeah, like now you branch out and try this. Small. Very uh, yeah. twenty five fluid ounces. Not there's no so there's no chunks in here. Allegedly, mm, okay. it's all fluid. There's That's no good. solids. There's no gases. Just fluids. <laughs> Just fluids. No gases. Uh, and the interesting ingredients, they included, for our pleasure, not not just salt. theirs, salt and limon, which I believe translates to... Does that to, translate to lemon? No, no. Translates to pneumonia. Lemon? No, no. Pneumonia. Oh, okay. Pneumonia. <laughs> oh, okay. So we have salt, so we have and, salt and pneumonia. Pneumonia. Okay. Yes. For I spice. thought it was lemon for some reason. No, no. I don't know. I, it's the it's the spice. Sorry, that you I didn't might. win a, I didn't win an award for translation. No, you you're not. Look, you're not. A I know UA, how to grow mosquito trees. A, I don't right. know how to speak. You're not a you UN know? translator like I am. Yeah. You don't understand the can't speak of the Spanish language. language, right? You're not Travis the Viking. I am. Yeah, true. I, you are. I am. I'm. I'm like. I'm Travis the Viking, the Ninja Turtle. Who knows multiple languages? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's fair enough. But you're like him, but with a but with a Ninja Turtle mask. Right, exactly. Yeah, I am Travis the Viking with a Ninja Turtle mask. So you're kind so of a Viking, Spanish. but you're kind of a Ninja Turtle. Right, exactly. Yeah. So what you know is salt and pneumonia True. added spice. Now, what they, they didn't bother to translate on here also was La Combinacion Perfecta, which means this is a perfect combination, oh. according to them. 
See, I thought that had something to do with pneumonia, so yeah. I'm, I'm really reading it all wrong. Oh, you know what? You know what we get here in this can? We not only get 25 fluid ounces, we get one extra ounce oh, of shit. clam broth, tomato, oh, and Budweiser. That's exciting. That's a win in anybody's book. I think that's a win. <laughs> so what we're going to do here is this is a nice silver red I'm hoping red the whole can. ounce is all clam broth. I, it's, it's sitting right on top, too. <laughs> Oh. Give Thomas the first pour pure clam and broth. from what I understand, this is all Louisiana caught clam broth. <laughs> they catch the clams, they make yeah, broth. You, fist you read the that on the side of the can. Yeah, they, they deliver them straight to McKinney. They fist-fisted the clams, right. brought them up there, and then made Budweiser out of it. I don't think it. clams have anything you can fist with. Uh, it's craft brewery. They try. In. No. They, they experiment and they try. It smells like uh, strawberry and Budweiser, i got to say, on first pour. Ugh. But not like clams. Which is pretty bad all the way It surprisingly does not smell like clams, which I'm a clam fan. Do you enjoy the clam? I do like clams. Now, how do you prefer to eat your clam? Uh, do you like it dressed? Oh. Do you like it naked? I like them raw. You like a raw clam? Raw and exposed. Right. Do you like a, do you like a dry clam or do you like a juicy clam? I like a juicy exposed clam. A juicy exposed... I can't... Do you like it... I mean, you don't like, Just... it, like a little bit of dressing on it. I mean, a, t- a touch of dressing. Sure. I mean, who doesn't enjoy it? Yeah. Just touch, right? Look, it really you gets... You remove that dressing gets, and just go right to the clam. Oh, you like to, do you like to tear the dressing? You tear the dressing away and you go right for the clam. Get, I mean, it gets the juices flowing. The, yeah, the mouth absolutely. juices, of course. Of yeah, course. definitely. Right. Now, it's a nice it's a nice pink flavor, uh, much like we enjoy our clams. Nice. A pink flavor, huh? It's a pink... <laughs> I don't know what a pink flavor is. <laughs> it's a pink is. flavor. Uh, pink appearance. <laughs> uh, I enjoy all my, my pink clams. Uh, who doesn't... It's now... It interestingly like enough, if you look at it in light, it's darker on the top, light on the bottom. Bottom. You can't tell in your glass, but well, I cannot not really. Mine is. You're looking at the shadow of your hand, dude. Am I, or am I yes. looking at science? Uh, no, you're looking at the shadow of your okay. hand. Okay. Yeah. At any well, that's rate, okay, it's it's a nice frothy pink. You didn't win any awards by looking at dark and light no, colors. No, in the no, it's not the degree I got. I got. It's okay. Uh, no. Not so far. I just stole your identity to uh, you know. Stole your Paul Newman. Or, you stole uh, the wrong identity for that. Yeah, I stole your your yeah. turtle mask. Yes. All right. Well, let's take let's, a uh, swing let's go bottom. Bottoms up. Oh Christ! Oh, now that is very confusing to my mouth. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot, lot of flavor going there's, on. There's a lot of flavor. There's a lot of compete competition there. Yeah. Good God! There's a lot. Of, there's like there's like a war going on in my brain. There's definitely beer and tomato juice in there for sure. A lot of tomato juice. God. A lot of tomato. Uh, the Budweiser. I'm not tasting so much. But it's just there's a, a really tame. You beer. can smell it, but tasting it. Oh. God, that's there, terrible. There's a strong tomato flavor and a strong clam flavor. There's a little fishy clam taste in there, too, which doesn't right. make it better. Right, it's like no. you're... No, it does not make it, it better. It makes it harder to nail down what the fuck you're drinking, yes. but... It, what, yes. I, what I have to attribute to is if, if the clam... You know, clams go through the cycle. And, you know, sometime during the month... Every, I mean, every clam has its own cycle. During yeah. that... The height of that cycle, that's what I would that's probably what's going attribute on here. to. Yeah. That's, clam I mean, that's cycle. why you don't want to harvest your clams. So they harvest the, them at a bad time. Yeah, the moon, their moon time, as 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 my ancestors called it. There is like a, a little slight spicy tomato. Oh. Like, there's like some kind of, there's something else with that tomato. Like yeah. there's a little, little um, bit of spice, but it's not good spice. I might call it urine. <laughs> Maybe. Do you consider clam urine, urine spicy? Depends what you've had that day. <laughs> God. We can taste you later and find or out. Or it's clam menstrual blood. I, I can't Yeah, tell. it could be their moon time. They, maybe they harvest their clams at moon time. It's just weird because if you smell it, it smells right. almost just like a Budweiser would smell, I'm sure. Yeah. it's it, like I mean, It smells like a generic lager. 
It does. But then you have but then it. then you taste it, and it's like, that doesn't taste like a generic no. water. It tastes like clam moon blood. God, it's awful. <sighs> yeah, and that is like, a weird... I don't know who thought... Because, like, is it just like a bunch of leftover shit they had, the plant? It's and like, like we're, throw all this shit... Like, Jimbo on the uh, line had some yeah. clams today. Throw that shit in there. You got nothing left. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You had a little bit of a Bloody Mary leftover. Hey, throw like, that shit yeah. in. It's like, hey, they, it's like, yeah, it's like they said, you know what? We have... We have half a glass worth of Bloody Mary mix yeah. left. Uh, uh, what are, we can't fill an entire glass. What are we going to do? Well, let's pour some clam let's broth some, into this. Yeah. Well, and some Budweiser. Don't and some yeah. Budweiser, yeah. And we're, we work at Budweiser. Let's throw that right. in. We have Budweiser. We have, a thir- we have a third of each, but we're missing another third. What do we do? We have clams that are in the prime of their moon cycle. And then there's some juice left over from that guy that ate the clams. Yeah. Throw that in there. Yeah. We'll give them an extra ounce. Right. And we'll advertise that as a bonus, but it'll just be Yeah, the one extra ounce of... Yeah. Nice hobo clam. Yeah, it'll just be juice. You know, we won't so tell them forget, that. Don't forget the salt. Yeah, and yes, and pneumonia. <laughs> salt and pneumonia. I forgot about the pneumonia. Yeah. I mean, look, I give them points for their color because it's not a color I've ever seen in nature. <laughs> it's did, not a color I've ever seen in they beer. They kind of create a new a new color. I'm pretty sure well, that I don't think is, that's in the palette. Yours is extra colorful because your glass yeah. is colorful. That's true. True. I'm pretty sure if they were to like this, if they were trying to detect colon cancer, this is what they would give me to flow through my blood. They like give you this, bo- yeah, right before, right? They give, they give, then they shove the probe up right. your ass, and they're like, exactly. This is how they detect it. Yeah, yeah, they, exactly. They run this through your bloodstream, and that's how you detect colon cancer. To my understanding, this tastes probably about as good as that stuff that they give you. Yeah, before, exactly, exactly. You know, I mean, it's colon expo- it's, exploration. It's so weird. It's like a Bloody Mary, which I enjoy, but then it's so much worse. But then it's tainted by clams. But then it's tainted by clams, which. Whoever demanded that we mix clams <laughs> with tomato juice? Ta- I don't know. And I enjoy a nice clam. Again, enjoy the clam. You know, if they didn't have the clam taste, it might be okay. I think mm, it's a clam but then taste. Then it would just be. Really I don't know about that. Wouldn't it just then be a tomato, not a clamato? But it'd be like a, it'd be like a Budweiser tomato juice. Mix. Yes, Mark. Without the clam, it would not be a clamato. <laughs> Thank you. You understand my science. You're right. You understand my it science. It wouldn't be a clamato. It would be a tomato. But I'm saying that would be a good thing. Or a bomato. I'm saying that would be a positive. The fuck is a Bomato? Budweiser plus Tomato. Okay, but it is Budweiser and Clamato. I understand what it is now. I'm saying without the clam, then it becomes Budweiser, Budweiser and, and Tomato. tomato. Okay. A Bomato. I will no. give Budweiser this credit. I don't think it would be better if the Budweiser wasn't in there. I think the Clamato is bad by itself. Sure. Now Agreed. So. What if I, what, if I were to go downstairs, find some clams, because I have a regular harvest. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Find them at their moon time. We always time. have to walk through the clams and yeah. like, what the fuck, man? Let me find clams five or six all over the place. At their moon time, I'll boil yeah. up some clam broth. Would you drink that straight? Uh, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> so what is it about the clam juice? I enjoy good fried clam. Would you, would you enjoy that? Let's, let's, I'm guessing Let's not. turn that around. Let's see what, what then you again, think about it. Perhaps it's a potential leaf combination with the tomato and the Budweiser. Maybe that's what makes it so bad. I think it's just awful. But Pretty much. The weird thing is, I see these everywhere. I see this. You do? Yeah. That here, is weird. Here in yawn. I've never seen that before. You've never seen this drink? Nope. I don't remember seeing it. If I did, I didn't pay any attention. I've hit every 7-Eleven between here and Phoenix, Arizona. Wow. And that's, I've seen them in every That's a bold fucking claim. That's Apparently a this is more... And look at this. We're getting like a nice 26 floral ounces here. Fluid okay. ounces or floral. You're going to drink all 26, 26 no. floral ounces? Well, it's 25 plus an extra ounce of pneumonia. <laughs> uh, What's ABV on this thing? Can it even get you drunk? I mean, I'm sure if you drink four or five of them, you start to get a buzz going. Yeah, maybe. I'm 26 sure this is... fluid ounces, Dustin. True, fair enough. Whatever it is, it's uh, not 25. enough to rate on the can. 
Like maybe that's it's not even alcoholic. The truth. We, we should know that it, it's it, like it, a smidge of Budweiser at the that, end for the it, smell. It, it's Budweiser beer with natural flavor and certified color. Who certifies that? Who certifies color? I don't, I don't know. know. Who the fuck certifies color? The color agency. Yeah. The guy who did the little trees, Bob. What's his fuck? Is that the guy, Bob, the little artist on PBS with the manfro? Who did the oh, tree? Yeah. Oh. Okay. okay. He, in trees. fairness, he painted landscapes. <laughs> he didn't do the trees. <laughs> is that the guy who certifies Bob color? Ross? Is here Bob Ross. Rob Bob Ross. Ross. Bob, what's his fuck? The guy who did the trees. <laughs> God. Bob Ross. I think he certified the color. Fraud <laughs> <laughs> of a Bob Law. Bob uh, Law and Bob Ross, yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, interesting. In, in uh, the. There, uh, so, yeah, is this. Yeah. Is this yeah. Yeah. Three part mashing up of worlds. How do you feel about the it's terrible all the way around? Budweiser like and Clamato. I feel like it's two parts and ammonia. Clamato. Shut up. What's the forward? <laughs> the Budweiser. The two the parts Budweiser of the Clamato, is... which is the tomato juice and the clams. I think I would just rather go just for the tomato juice by itself. Well, yeah. We just said the the Budweiser was a forward. Well, I don't well, like I'm any of those solo. things, so it's pretty terrible altogether. And what you, you don't like tomato juice, eh? No. No, okay. Well. What's your rating? Give me a rating. Uh, Ratings. Two flaming Ratings. thumbs down. That's oh, terrible. flaming thumbs down. How many of those have we had? Not, Not many. I had one Not in the many. next episode. I took one sip of it and couldn't drink anymore. It's Man. terrible. Dustin, what do you give this uh, thing we call a drink? <laughs> Presentation, subpar. Is it? It's kind of like a nice... Nah. I mean, it's a Why fancy do you have can. To challenge every opinion he has. I know this is a show about debate. We're debating food here. Well, it's not about debate. Why am I not allowed opinion. to bring him before the court? Like the, it gives the impression that it's some kind of margarita with a lime. That's in what it. it looks like. Not on the at all. Got the no. salt around the edges so, and shit. It's not that the presentation is bad. It's misleading. Let me put it right, that way. Okay. It's it, nothing it, like what it says. It implies fun where there yeah. is no fun. <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's terrible. It's, it's like, more of it like we're walking into a danger zone. Yeah, it's like you think it's party time and you bust it out and you're like, right, it's this. It's kind of like having a. I don't know, cake at one o'clock at, on a Tuesday at work or something. Like, right. Eh, I mean, or if you were to eh. like, you'd like if you were to go to Hooters, order some wings and eat them about six hours later. It's like that kind of danger zone. I don't know what you're talking. about. I don't know about why that. you would ever do that, but I have no idea what you're kind talking of about. A that. Danger zone. It's a danger zone. It sounds like a really weird, that is specific a, thing know, that you bring. Very, it's very specific and very weird. <laughs> um, but anyway, to get past that, yeah, uh, the lime. I didn't really taste any lime no, flavor in there's at no all. Lime. Nope. There's some saltiness wait, to it, I did guess. You, but did you taste the pneumonia? Well, the pneumonia is prevalent, and that's right. part of the downside. I don't know where you got lime from. It doesn't say lime. It says well, pneumonia. Well, it says lime in English there. No. I don't know what it says in Spanish. You can't trust Budweiser nah. translators. That's true. They don't really know English. Right. They're raised in Louisiana. They start in Spanish, and they right. go in. Yeah. Exactly. Are they raised in Louisiana, or are they a small brewery in McKinney? <laughs> they moved from small-town Louisiana to, to uh, small-town McKinney, Texas. Okay. McKinney's not just, small town. Just a mere <laughs> stone's throw from here. Good Lord. Um, it's very misleading in the fact that it has a strong Budweiser smell, yet when you taste it, it has absolutely no beer smell. So if you're a Budweiser fan, you're going right. to be like, what the fuck? Where's the Budweiser? There's really no Budweiser in this. Uh, on top of that, it's a terrible, terrible combination of tomato juice and clam juice. Uh, I do believe... Oh, uh, wait, let me, let me clear this up. Clam broth. Okay, clam broth. Excuse me. Uh, it might have been better if they'd stuck pieces of clam in there than what they did. A little chunky. <laughs> but it's it's terrible anyway. Pieces either way. of actual God, clam. God, that would have been Man. way worse. What's wrong with you? But it's terrible both ways. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Mark that. Mark that. <laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> but for me, I will say two flaming thumbs down. All right. I have two. We have two of them. Never done three, I don't think. We have not. You know, here's the thing. Uh oh. Uh, here's, here's, here's the thing with all this stuff. Here's the thing. I appreciate the fact that they gave me 25 fluid ounces. I appreciate. We didn't drink any of it. I appreciate the fact that they tried to give me an extra fluid ounce. But 26 fluid ounces of shit doesn't really doesn't make, make doesn't it make any it better. better. You're not wrong. Yeah. You're right. They implied fun. They gave me a nice packaging with silver and red. It's a it's an award winning combo of colors. It looks, it looks fun. It looks fun. It looks like there's a looks party. Looks like you're gonna have a margarita, right. and it's, it's a, gonna be great. There's a party in this can. Yeah. There's a fiesta in this can. If you don't waiting. read the details, you're like, man, shit. It's just right. some kind of like strawberry margarita. Mix. It's like it's like when Coors you open a can, and I don't know if you've had a Coors or a Coors Light. I don't, is that another I craft brewery? I haven't heard of yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's they're known as a silver bullet. So oh, what okay. happens? Okay. What happens when you when you open a Coors That's pretty Light? That's catchy. Silver bullet. A train comes. Are they canned silver? They are. Man. But when you open it up and it's cold, a winter storm blows through. A train then comes from your right shoulder and destroys everything around you and rushes through your. near your person, right? (laughs) That's fun. What I get here with this almost silver bullet, silver and red, I get none of the fun. There's no fiesta. No. I get a little bit of pneumonia. Not which, a lot of salt. Which is not good. You don't want pneumonia. I get though. no Budweiser, which is implied, which yeah. as, a cra- as a craft brew aficionado, I want to taste the craft brew. You want to taste the craft brew. I right. understand. I get none of that. Yeah. You don't want it to be drowned out by the clam broth. Right. You can get clam broth anywhere. It implies a margarita on the front. It, it weirdly has a picture of a lime. Yeah. There's no lime. There's just pneumonia. Yeah. And it... 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 it, it yeah. Yeah. It says it's a perfect combination. You know what it is? It's a combo. It's not a perfect combination. But it's a combo of shit. It's a combo of diarrhea. <laughs> what I say to you, sirs, sir and sir, sir and sir, this deserves no less than two flaming thumbs down. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> This. Good God. Finally pow, got something pow, with two flaming thumbs down. Pow! 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 Peeking the shit out of everything. <laughs> and we'd bring it down talking about So this dog. is officially the worst taste buddies that has ever happened it's in the ever of ever. One of the worst pieces of shit we've ever tasted. Indeed. So coming up in the next segment. We at the same time we have some other stuff going on as well, so call the hotline at four six nine six six five nine eight two seven or Skype us at break room and leave us a voicemail.
to you. I'm embarrassed. Talk to me. I think I'm constipated, man. You think? I know you are. Come on. I got something you can take. Come here. Frozen Mexican dinner. How does it work? How does it not work? Eat it, and Ay, ay, ay. You'll see. When irregularity strikes, take charge. Just one dose of frozen Mexican dinner provides prompt, no-holds-barred relief. Fast. It smells like someone's on their way to relief. Man, I hope so. Wow. I just shoot a ball in my pants. Great. Let's go make some music. Why wait to manana to ay 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 today? Also available in Indian and fish. Hello there. I'm celebrity Dustin. What do they do with the penis? Have you ever been pelted in a sandstorm? That's a good. That's a good uh, surveying. Whiny baby bitch. It's hard. He's sweet. He's clean. He's Dustin. Nobody's gonna Nobody's listen to this shit. Yeah. Ranks of a fat kid. Blogspot.com. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we will not be reviewing that site today. <laughs> really, too bad. Um, maybe a future segment. We'll see. Because we don't have a lot planned out in the <laughs> we future. Don't. We don't plan very far. So you know, maybe in three weeks that'll be on the docket. All we're concerned with is uh, snacks, <clears throat> tasting things. Pretty much, but not in this segment. We have one segment dedicated to that. Then we have another segment dedicated to something else. And today, um, have you guys heard anything about the settlement between uh, Robin Thicke slash Pharrell slash T.I. Oh, yeah. and the Marvin Gaye family? Oh, yeah. Well, he needs to die. I actually didn't hear until just today that um, it actually started with Robin Thicke suing them. Yeah, it did. Wait, he, funny. Robin Thicke yeah. sued Pharrell and T.I.? The, gay, the uh, Marvin Gaye family. A state. So... That oh, wait, how did he sue them? How does that work? Uh, acted like I don't know. I forgot exactly what it was, but it was something about them slandering him, saying that his song was similar that or something might like what that. It was, yeah. And then they, be gay, be gay, be and then gay. they actually hit him with a real lawsuit. Yeah, well, him for LNT, yeah, yeah them. all got hit, and the music company too, I think. Yeah, so uh, be gay. Basically, be gay. this is based on the big hit from 2013 which was called blurred lines and we can go ahead for anybody out there that doesn't know this song <laughs> you've never heard it, it. And, uh, hey, get up. really been living under a rock bunch of naked women on it which for those of the uh, hooters and twin peaks as uh, aficionados in the room probably loved well the particular one i saw was not the unrated version oh so. you've seen it uh, so this was actually the phrase from the lawyer in this case. Uh, his name is Howard King, and he's a lawyer who acted for Williams Thick and T.I. I guess they all went in together on this thing. Of course. And uh, basically his statement was, we were gay. My we're clients and I are understandably disappointed in the jury's verdict, especially given their absolute conviction that blurred lines came from the hearts and souls of Pharrell Williams, Robin Thick and T.I., and no other place. Should the verdict be allowed to stand, a terrible precedent will be established that will deter record labels that fund new music from getting involved with creations of Bill. Blah, 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 blah,
It says, uh, there was no no properly admissible evidence upon which the jury could have found copying. A comparison of the two songs readily reveals that there isn't one note in the melody that's the same. Yes, I'm gay. And overall, out of 26 notes, there are only three notes in the bass line that are the same. Okay, so that's the claim. Which kind of brings up the bigger question of this whole thing. But it's not even... Um, you know, if things are similar to something else, I understand that. If you have a direct ripoff, that's another thing. Right. And have you guys heard Gotta Give It Up? I have. Okay, so yes. we'll, go ahead and, we'll go ahead and play it's that as well. It's a new gay show. For people that haven't heard it. Huh. You might say a similar beat. You know, in my personal opinion, it's vaguely similar, but it's not the same. Are you kidding me? No, I don't think it's the same. It's almost exactly the same. I don't think it's no, the same. It's, it's, not, it's not the same. same. It's not the same key, but it's it's close enough. To it's be a absolutely. similar, but it's I, not. But it's, we can't we can't start labeling things that are similar as okay for lawsuits. Of course though. you can. No, we can't. Then you can't ever do anything new. Music is, dude. Everything, everything, every musical artist that has ever existed is taking things they've liked okay, in the re- past and redoing re- it in re- their re- own replay Robin thing. Okay. Everybody get up. That it to that right there? That's similar. I think it's different enough that it's, it's not the same. It's obvious that it, it probably pulled some inspiration from that. But that's not that's not right for an awarded lawsuit, dude. We'll be in courts all the time if that's if that's what's Okay. Yeah, to me, that's not similar enough for them to have won, in my personal opinion. And, well, and the that, bottom line it is... It has nothing to do with if you like Robin Thicke, because I'm sure that's part yeah, of it. You I hate him and you want him to take it in the shorts. And here's it. the bottom line to me. That has nothing to do with it, really. If Al, Weird Al fucking Yankovic can do the exact same yeah, but song, that, but parody. change the... I don't but care what it is, but he can't be sued for it. No, he can't because it's parody, and parody is protected under the law. It still doesn't matter. Like, he's not attempting to make an original song. He's saying, I'm taking the original song and putting some farcical lyrics on it, and that's parody. That is totally legal. That's absolutely legal. I still think you're playing a... Vi- you don't think the lawyer's right when he's saying you're playing a dangerous game when you start trying to do that? That's not... First of all, those songs are not the same. No, you might be playing yeah. a wicked game, but I don't know <laughs> okay. about a dangerous game. You know what I'm saying? I just think similar when you start suing over that and winning is a dangerous game. I disagree. If it's I, the same, I t- like if it was the exact same beat, okay, sure. Yeah, you stole it from them. But, but it, if it's a slightly some like you said, three of the 26 baseline notes were proven to be the same. But I don't it, even think it has to be in the same, like the notes have to be the same or the key has to be the same. I think... Well, not the same key, but the same rhythm exactly. I but, can understand that too, which they are not the same rhythm either. They're slight, yes, there's a slight variation. But I feel like when you... Um, okay, if I have to, let me, being the lawyer that I am and a legal expert, <laughs> uh, if you were to make a, uh, let's say, a, a, a Budweiser and Clamato logo, let's call it Chudweiser oh and Blamato, right? And you take this logo of this beautiful can, chances are uh, you're going to lose in court because you have uh, a slightly pinkish logo that says Chudweiser and okay. Blamato. It's not the same color. That it's is not. The, not s- no, no, no. No, it's absolutely analogous. That is a product. That yeah, is but not, so that is that's a product too. This yes, song it is. is a product. But you're ta- you're you're talking about product that is completely only for sale versus artistry. But what? This is artistry, dude. It's musical artists. Like that's not that's not something but, you can start to become. You can't become that rigid on shit. I disagree. Or we'll be in court. I think all those, the time. Song, those those songs sound so much alike. They do not sound that I much. I disagree. Alike. I think they sound. Play them over each other. Well, I can't do that. 
<laughs> well, I could do that, I guess, if you want me to. But, um, yeah, I'm just saying it's the jury obviously sided with Marcus on this thing. I think they sound a bunch of idiots. I, and you know what, what? What it comes down to is that the court knows I'm right and <laughs> that I'm the legal authority of our time. Uh, but I, I complete. I, I think it's so it's so hey, close to Marvin Gaye's. Now, I'm not arguing that it's not close. I'm saying it's not anywhere near close enough to be able to sue and win over it being copyright infringement. Is this Marvin Gaye and Robin Hood together? Yeah. That's not that far off. I mean, now it is, but like they said, three notes are the same. Three out of twenty-six. No, but I'm saying rhythm, rhythmically, that's not even that different. There are tons of songs that are rhythmically very similar. That's what I'm saying. You can't do this, or it's always going to be about who stole what from who, and always, always, it'll always be like that. That that artists always build on each other. Not disagreeing with that, but there are certain rhythms that. um, Okay, if I were to take the Rolling Stones, start me up. Dan in it, and then I would go, Dan it, Dan it. Like, just add a slight beat, and it became like this big hit. I'm gonna get sued by the fucking Rolling Stones and lose my ass. Ray Parker Jr. stole from Hugh Lewis in the news. I don't agree that you should, whether you do so or you're, not. So, your contention is that you should not lose, like, you shouldn't lose your ass because you built upon somebody else's work? Is that what you're saying? I, I think if you copied it specifically, if you if copied you, it and then you went ahead if you and added different lyrics or whatever, and you said, then sure, you should get sued. He, like Vanilla Ice, yeah, that dude copied exactly. Right. Well, that's a he pulled that direct. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that kind of thing. So why don't we go ahead and continue? We have like a long okay. list, and some of these things may or may not be on there. So let's keep going. <coughs> uh, the newest one that uh, is coming up, I don't know because I don't really care. From Pharrell also is um, <laughs> is happy. So it is 12 songs by Pharrell. No, there just happened to be a couple. Um, and I would say, personally, I find this particular Marvin Gaye song, uh, which is Ain't That Peculiar, to sound more like Happy. So here, like Happy than those two do. Uh, here's Happy first for, again, people living under a fucking rock that haven't heard it. It might seem crazy what I'm about to say. Now, the story on this one right now is that uh, they have the family, which I guess is Marvin Gaye's ex-wife, Janice, is apparently in, in control of his sta- estate. Was she like his fourth ex-wife or fifth ex-wife? Uh, yeah, something like that. She said, yes, I've heard the mashups, but I didn't really need to hear the mashups because I know uh, Ain't That Peculiar and I've heard Happy and I know they sound the same. Right now, they're not currently trying to pursue any lawsuit, which I think partially probably has to do with the fact that Smokey Robinson actually wrote the song right. and Marvin Gaye performed it, so they'd have to split it and it'd be more yeah. convoluted. Right. So that's my assumption of maybe why. Plus, they just won seventeen million in a lawsuit. So seven point three. Seven. Oh, I thought it was seven. I'm sorry. Plus, seven. it's not like that's ever going to happen. And blurred line. The blurred lines gr- uh, crew is countersuing, of course. Yeah, they'll yeah. peel it. it it'll, yeah. They'll never see. Yeah, the I heard the, the she like she was all like crying after like, oh, we're just so happy. This is what <laughs> happened. Like, you're never going to see yeah. that money. Yeah. Well, I heard that they they demand the gay family demanded that uh, they pull the song completely. Uh, While Dustin's flingering here, let me just explain uh, (laughs) that they demanded that all sales of uh, Blurred Lines get pulled. Yes, they did. Now, here's Ain't That Peculiar for people who don't know that song. We're going to interview... She 
sounds less like like Bloodlines. To me, that sounds more similar, but I still don't think they should want anything for that either. Do you have ears? I mean, uh, I do have. That ears. sounds so much less like it. No, I think it sounds more like it. I, just I still think in both cases. They I think win. they are both similar, but still, neither should be winning suits over yeah. it. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not being combative here when I say that. It does sound like you're saying that. As long if you take an original work, you provide some variation on it, you perhaps change the words, that it's okay. Yeah, just, mostly. And I disagree with that because, because I, there's so much that sounds alike. I just think it's a it's less about thinking that that's okay and more about you can't put that kind of rigid lines on artistry. And I see. I just I would I would disagree with you if I were to take anything from uh, you know. Van Gogh's Starry Star was it the Starry Night Starry Night? Night Starry Night. I mean, tons of people have have produced parody works of that, which I don't like. But if I were to take that exact like they've done Doctor Who paintings, if I were to take that and then shift the stars one pixel right, how is that okay for me to produce and say it's that's my own not work? okay? That is way more similar okay. than what we're talking okay, about right now. Let's say I, I turn I turn the sky from a Starry Night to a, a Starry Dawn. I make it a pink sky as opposed to a dark blue. Is that okay? It's different. If I produce the otherwise exact same work, it's not that similar. I would disagree, I disagree. that it's not just a different color. If you made a pink sky with dots opposed to stars and a dark sky, I think that's and, different and, enough. And, yeah. and here's the thing. Else if, it came by your, if it came by your hand, it wouldn't look the same, no matter yeah. what you did. No, no. It it say not I'm an otherwise same. photorealistic painter. Like, I can replicate the masters. But, like, nobody else can create a Starry Night painting of any sort? But... The because Van Gogh did it first. No. That's also no, kind no, of. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's 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 something about the iconic work of an artist that right. says this is my visual signature. This thing is my visual signature, right? This is the the grounds upon which I stand. And for someone to come along and say, let me take that and half of what artistry is is the is how it inspires others. Though, I, look, I and agree you with can't, you. You can't take that away from the inspiration of others. I'm not saying that they need to copy I, it. Look, I know but I don't think ground. anything we've seen, uh, we've covered so far, is one op- artist directly copying another in so any far. way, shape, or form. Okay, so let me let me extend this to comedians. Then you know, Carlos uh, Mencia, aka Menstelia, has been accused many times of yeah. ripping off other comedians' jokes. And it's something that it, it's actually frequented in the comic book community. Well, but so where do you where do you go here there? You're, here you're you're talking about artistry where other people inspire other people. Now you're talking about comedy, which where is you're supposed to be original though. That that is supposed to be but completely see, you, you geared toward that, jokes but, that are completely original. But, but no comedian, but every it's comedian, the exact same joke. Every comedian That's stands upon the too. shoulders of the comedians that came before him. They are also artists, but I they're mean, not telling. They're they're telling varied variations of the same of different things though. Exactly. I mean that's what I'm saying is like they we talk about the robot community. I'm, I what I'm saying is it's all like they're all artists standing upon the shoulders before them. But if I were to rip off somebody's joke and say that, then I would absolutely like maybe I changed it from uh, it was a racial joke and I changed it from one race to another. Okay. Like again, you're talking about different lyrics to different songs. That that's not stealing the same joke. It's not the same thing. I but but it's not just the lyrics. It's the it's the musical the the beats. And I agree. Right. It's all of it. But if it's a completely different song, it's not the I same as stealing same a joke. Well, let's keep going down the list because I think those are the least egregious that you're going to see here. All right, or all right. at least some of the least egregious. Let's keep going. We have like forty three of these to get through. So uh, ten, ten total. Uh, so number ten. This is going to be. Uh, Wait, number ten. We've already done two. You said I know. That's, I was just telling those were the ones that inspired this gotcha. list. Uh, so. 
This is the song in question um, that people actually would know. So this is Black Eyed Peas' I Got a Feeling from 2009 versus Brian Pringle, Take a Dive from 1999. Ah, yeah, my favorite uh, chip manufacturer. So is this a combo? uh, No, this is just... This is is the original, or this is the song, and then I play the second one will be the one that is claiming that the famous song was ripped off. So I'm trying to play the ones that you know first. Gotcha. And then the second one is the lesser known. So basically what happened in this particular lawsuit is that uh, he sued the Black Eyed Peas uh, for copyright infringement. And what happened was, in the trial, uh, the hard drive that this Brian Pringle had apparently was destroyed or something happened to it that had his original demo. So he had a copy of it, but they couldn't prove that he did it before this. He had a a Dustin... Dustbin uh, computer. He had like a 2004 laptop yeah. that crashed on. So this is why you always back up your shit. By the no way, shit. if you're gonna compose original music, back up your shit. So everybody knows this. Piece sure. Of shit sure. By the Black Eyed Peas. Piece of shit. And this is "Take a Dive" by Brian Pringle. What a terrible artist name. It is. I'm gonna call myself Bobby Monopoly. Good. Pretty close. To me, that one's pretty similar. Yeah, it's just that one thing. It's that one. I mean, the rest of it's. Yeah. Now they say tonight's going to be a good, good night. Is that the song? Yeah. The, does he say that there. at all? <laughs> no, that is not in there. So, basically sounds like the court would have found for him had he had the original yeah. copy. Do you think they should have found for him or not? It's one aspect of the song, again. So, you, but would, you, okay, don't say so. No. you say that, but then again, is it the regular chorus of the song? Then if it's the regular chorus, which is the hook of the song, the main driving force I of the song... I still haven't heard anything. Like, there was no lyrics or anything there. Yeah, there's no lyrics. If you're talking about just a bass beat, then I... Oh, that's all it is? Just a bass beat? That's and then all it was. No, well, it wasn't the bass beat either. It was the... It was the... Dun, 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 yeah, I guess you're right. Like the harpsichord. That was exactly. very similar. Yes. It wasn't the same pattern, but it was really similar. Then I find in favor of Brian Waffle. Of course he does. Okay. <laughs> Up next... Now he's a judge. Not just a lawyer. <laughs> a judge. Up next, 1991's uh, from Nirvana, Come As You Are. This is Come As You Are versus 1985's uh, 80's by Killer Joke, or Killing Joke. Uh, basically what happened here is all the members of Killing Joke claimed the main guitar riff of Come As You Are plagiarized the riff of the 80's, and uh, the band reportedly did not file a copyright and infringement suit, which Rolling Stone magazine attributes to personal and financial reasons, so it sounds like they couldn't afford to go to court for it. Um, but basically, there was other rumors that said perhaps they were going to try to file a lawsuit, but they stopped it after Cobain, uh, Cobain's death. I don't know why that would have stopped the Nirvana lawsuit, because you still have in the state, but... Right. That, uh, Maybe they felt that. bad about it at that point, and they just didn't care anymore. Maybe so. I also read in Wikipedia that uh, actually Kurt Cobain knew that they were ripping that off, and he had some a- apprehension no. of actually putting this on the album, but uh, the studio wanted to do it anyway. So here is uh, Killing Joke's 80s. 
I get it. I, I hear it, but no. I oh well, I disagree. It's it's slightly speeded up. I mean, it's it's a yeah, the words are different, but the main hook. I here's the, the the chorus. The hook is the main signature of the song, and that's not the chorus. But it's the main. I'm saying that guitar, guitar riff is the main riff. hook of the song. Yeah, maybe it's not the chorus, but there's a main hook to every song, and that that's pretty damn close. It uniquely but, identifies that yes. song, and it is pretty fucking close. But there are there are different overall songs, of course. Yeah, they absolutely are. So I think it gets it gets worse as we go up the list, in my opinion. Right, that's kind of how I said it. But so yeah, I could I hear it there. I absolutely but, see it. I could go either way on them actually winning a lawsuit on that. I, I, if they did, I would say I can understand. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Uh, you know, in some of these things, like especially if you know the song that you're deriving from, you know, Robin yeah. Thicke and Pharrell, they yeah. probably knew where they were getting their beats from, right? If they had done something as simple as um, sampled from or derived from Marvin, Marvin Gaye, Gaye, then they could have saved themselves so many millions of dollars sure. and so much trouble. Sure. Well, especially I mean, twice if if this happy lawsuit. Well, it's like goes Ray through. Parker. Like if he acknowledged when he was writing the Ghostbusters yeah. theme song, he could have like he would not have lost his ass for the rest of his life. Well, there's more to come on that because that is later on the list. All right, spoiler alert. Sorry, spoiler. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number eight starts with eight. 1968's uh, "Hello, I Love You" by The Doors. This is versus the Kinks all day and all of the night, night uh, released in 1964. Yeah, absolutely, it's egregious. Uh, the UK courts ordered the Doors to pay royalties to the Kinks songwriters for borrowing their riff. So basically, they did win this lawsuit. Yeah. The Kinks are on here a couple times, and then ripped a couple of times. Uh, just to let you know. No, it's pretty egregious. So, just to play it for everybody else. All day and all the night. And someday we're going to play this music. I mean, they pretty much added a couple of big band pieces on top of it, and that's about it. That's true. Yeah, I would say that's pretty much a straight up rip off. So, I agree with the court's ruling on that one. Yeah. Man, I really feel like you really got me going fits with this, too. <laughs> yeah, it does. I don't know what year that came out, though. All right. So coming up on number seven, this is a big player, especially out in West Texas. I've heard this several times, and I know everybody knows this song. Podunk? Sudden! 1973's LaGrange by ZZ Top. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, 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 oh. Now this one goes up against John Lee Hooker, uh, Boogie Chillin' from 1948. Is that the biggest spread so far? Uh, yeah, it is. I think it's the biggest spread on the whole list. Yeah. Nothing goes back to the 40s uh, other than this. And World War II. Let's begin by saying it wasn't John Lee Hooker who actually sued ZZ Top, rather his songwriting partner, Bernard Beesman. So in 1992, uh, him and his music company claimed that ZZ Top and their publishing company ripped off the main riff uh, for LaGrange, uh, which allegedly was infringed upon the copyright of the Beastman-owned song Boogie Chillin'. 
basically, the CG Top countered saying that um, this was public domain based on the time it was released. Well, what was the time frame? 1948 is when it was released. What's the, what's the public domain time frame? Uh, that I don't know, but I will tell you what the Ninth Circuit Court ruled. Uh, it says, uh, ZZ Top argued that uh, though LaGrange was based on the Boogie Chillin' and John Lee Hooker's style of Boogie, that elements taken of the song itself were considered public domain. So it wasn't sure. that they directly ripped off the song. This is right. kind of what we're talking about, that it, elements a piece of or the song. Two, yeah. Now, I will say this one probably should have been a little lower on the list because I think they're not, they're similar, but they're not extremely similar. So here we go. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Lower to the list. It's a style. Yeah. What was uh, the songwriting partner awarded for this? It wasn't awarded anything. ZZ Top won. Oh, I thought you said that he did. Never mind. No, no. Talk ZZ you. Top uh, won the Talk fact Talk that the elements were part of public domain. Good. Yeah, I, I would actually agree on this. I mean, I feel like you have to, like, that was a significant change from this. Yeah. From ZZ, Top, uh, ZZ Top style was significantly changed. I mean, some of these other songs, like, if I think of LaGrange, granted, I'm not familiar with John Lee Hooker, but yeah, let's say I was, I probably wouldn't, like, immediately think, well, it's that same song. Right. But if I were to think of Robin, you know, like Marvin Gaye versus Robin Thicke, I'd probably think that might be a cover of the same song. And it's not. Right. And maybe that's the, well, the discerning, yeah. in my expert law-abiding opinion. <laughs> I know I know you feel that way, <laughs> right. yes. Uh, moving on to number six, this is actually a three-way, and we'll start off with uh, Warning from 2000 by Green Day. The origins of this lawsuit actually start with a uh, little-known UK band called Other Garden. And a song called Never Got the Chance, which was released in 1997. Okay. Uh, their lead singer, uh, Bob Murray, uh, said, basically, this riff sounds a lot like this song we just released a couple years before, and they ended up trying to sue Green Day for $100,000. Okay. That's not wow. much. $100,000. Not a lot. Not yeah. shooting your sights high. No, they really weren't. Uh, so we can go ahead and move on. I've never heard of anything from Other Garden. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and see. Was this prior to Savage? Yes, it was. So this is Other Gardens, Never Got a Chance. Or Never Got a Chance. Now, this is the angel. It's the exact same chord progression. But, man, this is the age old. Like, there's so many songs that are the same chord progression, though. I agree. You have the walking bass in the back or whatever. It all, the riffs sound similar. I'll give you that. But there's a third party in play in this one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So never got the chance. Uh, other Garden and never got the chance. Their lawsuit got thrown out because the judge said, you know what? You may very well sound like Green Day, and Green Day may very well may sound like you, but you know who you both, got, uh, both of you guys sound like? Fucking dumbass. Yeah. You guys both sound like the kinks in Picture Book. Oh. 
sounds even more. Yeah. Good for you, Holmes, but your song is whack. Too hard to space hog. So, long story short, they said, yeah, you can't really sue for something that you stole from somebody else from 1968. Nice. I can see that. Yeah. And um, I would agree. I think that they both sound like this song. If you're going to say one of them does, they both definitely do. Yeah. Any arguments there? Derivative works. I, I feel like this, sorry, the, wasn't the name of the British band? Penis dog wine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, feel like, I do feel like Green Day and them were very, very similar, like in the baseline, but they were exactly they were, similar. But I can also see how they are derivative of the Kings. Yeah. I think they were both definitely derivative. <laughs> it's funny though. What's so funny about it? That one sued and then they were like, nope. <laughs> nope, you sound like somebody else. You, you ripped somebody too. <laughs> it's funny. Number five. This is the much anticipated. Ray Parker Jr. bit. <laughs> this is the Ghostbusters theme from 1984. Versus Hugh Lewis in the News. I want a new drug from 1983. There's a lot of back and forth in this particular lawsuit. Uh, as you guys may or may not know, Huey Lewis was originally uh, like Huey Lewis supposed to write the music for Ghostbusters. Or write a theme song. But he ended up writing music for Back to the Future instead. Wanted a drug and uh, back in time. And- exactly. So he ended up doing that instead, and they hired Ray Parker Jr. Uh, basically, later on, in the, they basically settled, and Huey Lewis and the News won. But then... They displayed, uh, they displayed, disclosed the actual settlement on television in 2001. Oh, really? I thought which, they never did. No, they did. And it was supposed to be a non disclosure agreement. Right. So then they got countersued. Can you so, please stop the time machine? <laughs> Who got countersued? Well, Huey Lewis? Huey Lewis got countersued by Ray Parker because okay. they weren't supposed to okay. talk about the suit. And? So they ended up winning uh, a countersuit against Huey Lewis. Not so, for the same amount, but they did win a countersuit. So but, what was the original amount? Uh, they didn't actually disclose the original amount in this. They just said they, that they Huey Lewis disclosed it somewhere. They didn't put it in the article. Huey Lewis in the news. Uh, but anyway, so obviously we all know Ghostbusters. Do we? And here is I Want a New Drug by Huey Lewis in the News. <laughs> Then he was tied to the project, right? Yeah, that's oh, I agree. That's too close. <laughs> definitely, definitely should have won. Which is, I love the Ghostbusters theme. Oh yeah, I do too. Uh, I like Huey Lewis on the news as well. I do as well. So, I would have been okay with anybody like winning. Huey Lewis on the news. Uh, yeah, I, I'd actually never heard this song before Me this. <laughs> You've never be heard n- new drug? Yeah, I don't know how I missed it, but Why are you maybe I heard it in the, your head. Maybe I heard it in the. Uh, maybe I heard. Where it are you banging your head? Burying your you head. Oh. <laughs> maybe I heard it in the actual Back to the Future movies. You've or something. never heard New Drug. I didn't recognize. How are you it when a fan of Cumulus and News if you've never heard New Drug? I don't know. God, Somehow really? I missed it. God, get some limited definitions of what it is to be a fan. It's okay to be a fan and not have heard the whole. Catalog. You're not a fan if you haven't heard New Drug. Come on, God. I'm still a fan. I look if you haven't heard the nope, entire you're not sports to album, be. I would understand. <laughs> sports album, yeah. There's their big album was called Sports. Oh, yeah. I see. What you're if saying. you haven't heard that entire thing, I would understand. 
But to call yourself a fan and you haven't heard a new drug? I didn't reckon. I mean, I probably have heard it somewhere, but I, it didn't register with me. Chill out. Okay. <laughs> Next up, uh, number four <laughs> is uh, a song that really I used <laughs> I used to like back when I was seventeen, but now I'm so fucking tired of it. It is 1997. Like a virgin. Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve. Uh. <laughs> it's about the right time frame. Yeah, the song gets old after about 12 billion times. So, very interesting thing about this song. You would think that The Verve is probably pretty well off with all the royalties they get for all this playing. The, the song gets played a ton. It yeah. still gets played a ton. Oh, they lost their asses. So you know the story on this. Yeah, I'm vaguely okay. aware of it, yeah. Uh, so basically what happened was they were commissioned to sample the Andrew Oldman uh, Orchestra's The Last Time cover of a Rolling Stone song. Okay. Um, and so they said, okay, you can, you can license five notes from this, and that's all you can take. Right. Well, basically uh, the owner of the original song... Uh, which was the Rolling Stones manager, Alan Klein, he went back and said, you guys didn't sample five notes. You fucking ripped this thing off exactly from the Alan, uh, the Andrew Oldham Orchestra. So a, a judge actually went back and awarded them and said, okay, Verve, all royalties you make from this song go to the Rolling Stones. Destroyed them. And on top of that, the songwriting credits are changed to Jagger, Richards, and Ashcroft. Wow. Even though it, uh, the guys from the Verve the... wrote the lyrics. To me, I think that's a little bit over that, the top. That's that too is a much. little extreme, yeah. But I definitely understand why um, why they won. Now, first I'll just play the last time by the Stones, just so you hear the song. Yeah, well, it's not that similar to this, but just so you know what it's based on. That's not that similar. You know, oh, not really at all. Yeah. But the Andrew Oldham Orchestra version of that song, it's pretty much a flat-out ripoff. Who's the guy that had played Chicken with the Train Guy? You remember that? I like those. And here we go to the ripoff. So far, it's only four notes, though. Yeah. So I understand when they said you can you can have five notes, but not the whole damn song. So yeah. <laughs> but still, even that, I think they should have given them right, like lyrics credits. Lyrics wise, come, yes. The guy did come up with the lyrics. Uh, instrumentation, whatever else, composition, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. And they lost their album. They, they didn't produce another album after that, right? They just lost I don't their album. So. No, they did. Yes, they didn't did. they all end up did at Skid Row? And they, oh, nothing's yeah. been near that successful. Yeah. No, they have an album that's got some good stuff on it that I have, but mm. yeah, that was not the last album they ever did. They're pretty much all on Skid Row, like shooting themselves full of heroin and Clamato, right? <laughs> 
Up next is uh, the gigantic George Harrison. I know he's double dead now, but was gigantic <laughs> at the time. And uh, this is 1970s beating. Don't, don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? My sweet lord. <laughs> no. This song goes up against the uh, Chiffon's He's So Fine. I don't know if you guys recognize that song, but I'll play it in a moment. And that's from 1958. Uh, He's So Fine was a hit single performed by the Chiffon's, again, in 1958. And uh, the song topped the charts in 1963. And basically what happened here was uh, George Harrison releases... This was his first solo album. And um, he had a manager at the time that um, basically when they went to this lawsuit... He and his manager had a disagreement of how similar it was. Right. He ended up firing the manager. Um, the manager went back, bought the rights to the Chiffons. He's so fine. Okay. Um, originally, George Harrison lost to the Chiffons and had to pay them $1.6 million for okay. this. Okay. Um, his manager, who he let go during the trial, went back, bought the rights to the Chiffons. Uh, he's so fine. And then sold them to George Harrison for right. $575,000. So he ended up getting it reduced, uh, I guess, because the guy ended up buying the rights. But I would say I this is another one where it's pretty egregious, and you can tell he definitely copied. He's so fine. Yeah, pretty bad. I mean, yeah. that's pretty yeah. much a damn copy. Uh, to go back a minute, I was confusing the Verve with the Verve Pipe. Oh, okay. And, yeah, they came out with an album in 2008, 11 years after that one that had Bittersweet Symphony on it. And, uh, uh, it, di- it didn't go up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I agree with the ruling on that one. Yeah, good call. No question at all. I do love that old song. Who's that by again? Uh, the Chiffons. Yeah. Up next is... Uh, Jack Galifianakis? God. Oddly enough, he's not... Edited. Oddly enough, he's not included here. Uh, up next is the Radiohead's Creep. Your favorite band of all time. I'm a plagiarizer. This. I ripped off the Supertones. The song that everybody knows I ripped off. Now, this was lined up against The Air That I Breathe, which is a 1973 song by the Hollies. Uh, Radiohead was sued for plagiarism, and uh, consequently, Hammond and Mike Hazelwood are credited as co-writers of Creep because of the lawsuit. Man, that's such Uh, a sorry thing to do. Uh, Creep is, uses the same chord progression. We're going to ask as, women uh, the for their all the way through the bridge following the second chord. <laughs> Sorry, misfire. <laughs> so, this is another egregious one for sure. There's no doubt. So, so is this Creep. why they don't play this uh, song at concerts anymore? Uh, you know, very well Even though it's be. their best song? It very well oh, may be why Mark, they do That's that. not true at all. That's not true at all, but yeah, that very well may be why they don't. So here is uh, the air that I breathe. Yeah, 
is insane. Best song that band ever said. The Hollies? No. Radiohead. No, you're, no, not, that's not, you're not right on that at no, all. No, absolutely right. You you probably don't even listen to everything. Does Drunk Kid Murphy's even have anything other than the Patriots theme? No, no they don't. Okay. I listen they're to, uh, fucking terrible. Uh, and they're far from my favorite band. <laughs> uh, I listen to Adams for Peace. That's a shit album. Uh, I'm not going to argue with you on that. That's one of many albums. But that is had. not justification for the rest of their work. Everybody, it's summertime. Okay. Adams for peace. It's summertime. What the fuck is that? <laughs> All right. So we go ahead and go up to number one, a song that anybody would have really had to be living uh, under a rock somewhere to not have heard. 1971's Stairway. Really? Now, this one is still a pending lawsuit. It How is about an outcome. Get spirit, right? Uh, yeah, it's against spirit. This is a waste of time. With the uh, song Taurus from 1968. When did um, it start? It actually started last year, and oh. it's still pending right now. Oh. Um, well, it took a while to get to that. Uh-huh. Yes, it did. Uh, this is number one because it's definitely the biggest by far. Uh, Taurus is kind of an odd song. We'll get to that in a minute, but there's definitely definitely similarities. Uh, basically, Led Zeppelin's saying. It's different enough, and originally they tried to get away with uh, not even going to court with this because they said, oh, we live in England. You guys are in Pennsylvania. We, we, we don't, don't have care. any assets there. And they're like, no. Nah, they're like care. some frozen caveman lawyer. They don't know your laws. Yeah, they're like, that's nah, not reason enough. Uh, to let you know also, the song has made $562 million. God, since it's the been song by itself. song by itself. That's how much money has been attributed to it. Uh, mainly because... Led Zeppelin used to make people buy the whole damn album. They never sell it as a single, yeah. so obviously that kicked it up quite a bit. I like how Led Zeppelin used to make people buy the whole album. Well, whatever. They, <laughs> they, they yeah, it wasn't the music industry okay. at the time. The it was just Led Zeppelin. Time. It's no, no, no. You with that Kinks album? You have to buy the whole one that because was we're that, Led Zeppelin. There was a time when that was mostly a lot of bands wanted you to buy the entire album, not just a single. It's absolutely true. You couldn't do that in a lot of ways, though. I mean, you absolutely you could. could, but I mean, a lot of bands kept their albums off of iTunes and you know, single services. iTunes was not around in seventy one. Well, maybe not. Okay, but <laughs> maybe not in seventy one. Not for sure. Maybe you might be right. <laughs> I think I think in more it's very modern times, Mark today, a lot of that a lot Although of artists every day. for a long time kept their uh, albums off of uh, like song buying services because they wanted you to buy the entire fucking thing. Or if they did, they would put it on iTunes. I understand and you that still could theory. not buy the individual song. I understand that theory. It's not a theory, it's a fact. No, I mean, I understand their their reason for that. Yeah. So here is uh, Taurus by Spirit, 
been attributed to this song. I'm going to assume a lot less. <laughs> so, if Blurred Lines won, I feel like this one has a pretty good shot, too, to be honest. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Absolutely. This is way closer. Well, I don't know about the rest of it, but that's a little bit too crazy at the beginning there. Yeah. Oh, they get... Goes back into it and does it again later in the song. There, there are no lyrics at all in this song. Yeah, that's two of them. The show sucks. Yeah. Very similar. It doesn't end the exact same way, but it's no. But the again, the, sig- similar. the signature of the song, yeah, is right in your face. And to me, when it comes to that, the yeah. signature is what matters. It's so close. Yeah, I would agree. It's like if somebody were to forge your signature on a document. If it's close enough, a lot of people are going to accept it. doesn't make it right. Yeah, that's true. So you would agree that... Uh, Absolutely. I think they should win that one, too, to be honest with you. That's that's close enough. But aren't most of the people of Taurus dead now? Like, Yeah, but they have It doesn't matter. They have estates or people well, that hold the... Do they? Uh, they do. I'm telling you they do. Do they? I'm telling you they do. Do they? Well, you can call us 469-665-9827. Email us a break room. Oh, wait, wait. Stop the show. Why? Stop the show. We have voicemails. Oh, okay. First of all, uh, email from Adam... Adam Power? Prow? Prue? Adam Power works. Anyways, says, hey, guys. Australian guy here. (laughs) Very slowly catching on. Wow. Just want to say I called Thomas an a-hole once ago, and now I'm... Fuck, I'm almost shifting into a vaguely British accent. Uh, fuck, it's almost been almost a year. It was a joke. He, you know, note here, he changed font sizes, so he's really emphasizing the point. It was a joke. A reference to the drops making him sound like he an a He changes font sizes, or he just capitalizes the no, Just for the a-hole. Do you, do you understand font size versus yeah, capitalization? I do. This is I'm font size. I'm if you are. No, no, this is font size. Oh, yeah, he sure did. Look at that. Yeah. He says, throw another shrimp on the barbie. I love Thomas. <laughs> we talk on Flinger all the time. There's anyway, mate in there. Uh, shows awesome as always. Mate, gasoline high five. <laughs> there was no mates in there. There was That's a lot pretty of awesome. Mates. What is the title of that email? That wow. guy? I don't know. Now I've already deleted it. Yeah, what the okay. fuck? You I think it, it just said on, Thomas a hole. <laughs> it's supposed to go to the fan archives. It said Thomas's a hole. <laughs> Just for the A-hole. Oh, my God. That's amazing. All right, here comes Thanks. Thanks. What's his, my what did he say his name was? Is just Australian? Adam. Adam. Just Adam Adam. I would rather the anus. <laughs> Thanks, Australian Adam. <laughs> Throw another shrimp on the bottom. Hey, guys. Joel, buddy, Rick, uh, formerly known as Syncophant. And uh, I got to say... I've enjoyed the last episodes of the show, but I feel kind of guilty listening to them without Thomas there. So I wrote a little song about my feelings. I guess I didn't really write it. I just kind of yelled some shit while I was driving. But here it is. Hey, Tank, where did you go? Why don't you appear The Beatles have a court case here. I miss listening to your voice. I like a choice besides Mark and Dustin. (laughs) Hey, Tank. How have you been? This goes on for 12 minutes. There's fresh vomit on the floor. Sorry to hear that you 
caught the AIDS again. <laughs> I wish you'd stop pushing your luck. Watch who you fuck and wear a condom, 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 condom. Na 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 na. Hey Tank. Good God. I miss my Thomas the Tank. Thomas the Tank, my boom. I miss my Thomas the Tank. My Thomas, Thomas the Tank, yeah, Thomas the Tank, my boo. He's my boo, yeah, he's my boo, yeah. I'd like to fill up the tank. If you know what I'm saying. Love the fade out. That was awesome. And <laughs> that was freaking awesome. That was a very enthusiastic that was enthusiastic voicemail. Really awesome. And lastly, we have one more. Out, go, out. Copper? There's a there's a fucking cat on the table, out, by the go, way. Out, out. The the Hudson Zoo over here is a little crazy today. <laughs> this is a great voicemail. Sure you're playing it right? Hey guys, Joel buddy Rick. Uh, formerly known as Syncophant. the same one? And uh, yeah, I gotta say, I've enjoyed the last episodes of the show, but I feel kind of guilty listening to them without Thomas there. So Why are you I wrote a little it? song about my feelings. All right, gasoline. Well, Is that the one that's right. not working? Go. Yeah, that one's not working. Oh. Sorry to whoever that was. Thanks, Rick. Great voicemail. Man, we need more fans to sing what? songs to us and more stuff. That was amazing. Yes. Uh, we can call us 465 Email us like they did at breakroomshow at gmail.com. You can record a voicemail and send it to us, or you can uh, call That's a nice uh, looking anus you got there. Uh, we are in breakroom chat. We're on Skype. Uh, we are the breakroom on Skype. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what uh, what the age range of everything is. <laughs> We're on uh, Facebook.com at uh, Facebook.com slash breakroomshow. You can find us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash the breakroom. Follow us on Instagram if you want to see all of our Taste Buddies pictures. Jesus. <laughs> at uh, Instagram.com slash Brickham Show. I field that was full of oil equipment. Uh, I had a tree house. Stuffing things. Uh, coming up next week, uh, we have a very special guest. I'm the guest. Key kid. A very special guest. Uh, an, old, an old friend of the show. He's back again. Uh, wait, was that this week? Or was that uh, his real name week? is no, that next week. That's next Fair week. God. I'm getting my... Look, you I'm don't know what time it is. I've been in the time stream all day. Uh, we'll be talking about what would that happen came. if you were the last person on Earth. What would you do? That came. And we'll have a very special, special taste buddies from West Cat will go the fuck away. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next week for episode 239 of The Break Room. Raise the roof. What's up? <laughs> Make love. <laughs> Bleh. Ranks of a fat kid. Blogspot. Com. It a roach with semen. <laughs>
the end kinda... game is to <laughs> is to uh, yeah hit a roach with semen. It will last longer. Uh, women only spank it out in ninety-five. I had a pool table covered with laundry. Did you Did you guys ever play Kid Icarus? I'm driving down Firewheel Parkway. Well, he needs to die. It's a long-running softcore porn series. I think it's French. We don't need to create more content today. My FICO scores. The anus. That was pretty interesting. The break room. And remember, the break room. Triangle of excellence. Mark the Buzz Hudson. Thomas the Tank. Dirty Dirty Dustin. This program was presented by Breakroom.tv and PopSyndicate.net. And as always, Gumshoes. The break room is bankrolled by the Gasoline High Five Company. And viewers like you.